Hello everybody and welcome to the Tiger Nexus podcast, our very first episode and I'm very, very pleased we managed to get here finally. Today I'm going to dive straight in and give our warm welcome to our guest. Uh, he's a good friend, he's a colleague, uh, he's on TikTok, he's on Spotify, but of course I'll let him talk about that. Uh, Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger. Hello Mark, how are you? I'm alright mate. So I'm good. Before- before we dive into anything, obviously you're on TikTok, you're on Spotify. Can you let everyone know kind of you know what you do on both platforms? Kind of give us a brief description. Well, uh, basically I cosplay as a few characters um, on TikTok, most notably the Red Cornish Ranger. Uh, obviously I've been dubbing my hand into other ones. Um, most recently the Colonelorian, which is kind of a creation for me of a Mandalorian. Um, on Spotify, obviously, I do my podcast, which is Nerds Through Comics, which adapts comic books into audio dramas. And also post a load of your stories and stories even I've written um, on there. Yeah, see, that's, that's really cool. Okay, so we're going to dive into both of them. i got I got a few things to say. Let's start with TikTok. Um, what actually got you doing TikTok in the first place? Like, What, what made you download the app? Did it, was it making content first or was you just bored and wanted to scroll through tiktok first basically i was yeah i was bored and i wanted to i wanted to see what the fuck was about really so i thought you know this i would try a bit and then i started to watch through them and sort of like thought well i wonder if i could do this so i ended up buying something cheap and uh i ended up getting that red ranger helmet um my first one and it just sort of like Loaded from there before i knew it i'm doing what i'm doing so how many followers do you have on tiktok at the minute of recording this well it's something along the lines of about six thousand i think but i would say take thousand of those off probably uh because how i got up to my thousand was i did those follow trains that you do mm. where you comment and anyone that likes your comment you follow them and then blah 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 and you go on like that to gain the followers but the rest since the thousand i haven't really done that and i would say the rest are are genuine ish followers so you obviously are known as the red cornish ranger did the character come before tiktok like did you always want to make your own sort of like cornish ranger or did that come after tiktok that that really sort of developed after I got TikTok. So I just figured in all these other ones like uh, Eternal Ranger, Ghost Age Shadow, uh, and all the others um, having unique names. I just thought, well, I need a unique name. I need something unique to stand out. So, I mean, I started off uh, under the guise of Marco Decanio, which was just a nickname that I had when I was a chef, but. Um, then it slowly developed into the Red Cornish Ranger, and it was just I I well I got a Red Ranger top. Um, I kind of wanted to get a Green Ranger one. I mean, I was a stickler for the one in the as the Green Ranger, but I also got the Red Ranger one. I also like red; it's my favorite color, and he also one of my favorite Rangers. And yeah, it just went from there and. Eventually, I got the shield given to me and got the power sword made and the helmet and everything. And yeah, it just all sort of like slowly came together. So, yeah, because you've 
people who don't know on TikTok, you've actually got a full blown like original character cosplay, don't you? From head to toe, you've got like your own helmet. Uh, the shield's got your Cornish flag on it and things. You've actually like now you've got officially a, a red Cornish Ranger like an original character cosplay, which I must admit is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Like I've been I've been following you for a while now. This like because of you, that's how I actually met the Zero to Hero Network and all this. And like watching you go from I saw you in the red jacket too. I know what what you're on about. Um, yeah. And with the red helmet and seeing you go from that to what you've got now, it's only been like two years. That's absolutely awesome. Um so who else do you cosplay as other than the red Cornish Ranger? Who else you got? Well um Obviously, I've developed some of my own characters. With you've got the white Cornish Dragon Ranger, which is a customized uh, Legend of the White Dragon helmet. The the JDF uh, film that he was doing with Bat and the Sun. Um, so I sort of like molded that into my own character, or that is power up from Red Cornish Ranger. Um, I'm now doing the Kono Lorian. Again, it was. Well, it started off with the, uh, it was like a cheap uh, Mandalorian helmet originally I was going to do it with. But then I won a competition last year uh, to get a new helmet. And then I just thought, well, do you know what, I'm going to need, I need the armor. I need some kind of armor. So I um, fished around with a few of the 3D printer people I know. And I got talking to this guy I met at um, Comic-Con last year uh, i also went to the one that he does which is at the pavilion and he he works for a charity or he runs a charity called true butterfly and it's to help kids that have been abused and mistreated and uh, to help them cover by doing cosplay okay. and he gave me well he didn't give me it, it 200 but all that money went to the charity and so I got the armor and well, the boiler suit or whatever you want to call it is a old uh, thing from my college time. And I just, yeah, built it from that to create the Colonel Orion. Um, I also play my own version of Doctor, which I, I just sort of like call him the old man Doctor. Like he's supposed to be beyond any regeneration that we're at at the moment. Um, and I can also dress up as the red and white and green white morphin rangers. Um, I've got the, each of the helmets and I've got like a decent muscly suit of the green ranger. And yeah, white ranger suit, which is the white dragon ranger suit as well, funny enough. Yeah, it's really cool how you decided to go with when you wanted to get you know something made for you. You gave the money to someone where you know it's going to go for a charity, which is a good cause as well. Uh, instead of just paying someone, you went with the charity way. That's actually, that's really cool. Uh, yeah. So wh when it comes to TikTok and cosplaying and things, do you get, like, a lot of hate? Are you, like, do you get a lot of, like, bashing like against you or relatively okay when it comes to you cosplaying as all these characters? Well, a lot of the time it's fine, but, um, yeah, you do, get, you do get the stream of trolls. Uh, I mean, I haven't had any recently, touch wood, he says. <laughs> um, but I might end up with some time soon. You always do, unfortunately. Have you had any comments that you've literally sat there and gone, that's funny, because someone's wasted their time just 
making that comment? Or are all of them just a bit on the nasty side who just decided to not bother? I mean, I I always try to not bother, but there is sometimes that you'll you'll catch them and they'll be like, why why have you even bothered making that comment? You know, what, mm. what is what is so disinteresting in your own pathetic life that you've got to scroll through TikTok and comment nasty things on other people's pages? It just yeah, doesn't it, make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me either. So on TikTok, you started doing skits and um, you you started doing skits to kind of like showcase the fact that some of your cosplayers are getting some upgrades, you know, some of your cosplayers are getting more stylized and stuff. And now you've also just done some I've lost you a little bit, Ty. Oh, there you go. Are you back? Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. um, okay, so my question was, um, what what made you start doing skits? Because you've done skits where you've kind of promoted your upgrades to your cosplays, and you've also just done funny skits in general. What kind of got you into the whole doing skits on TikTok? Well, I've been seeing a lot of people do them, and I've been slowly catching some videos with people using... Um, cut and that and i was just sort of thinking to myself you know it might be a bit fun to make these funny ones and then they just sort of like some of them come into my head like with the uh the whole therapy with the doctor um mm. you had obviously Jason and what was supposed to be tommy having an argument and it, it just was just something that i thought would be funny that came popped into my head most of them just pop into my head at, at random times and then i try to flush them out and do them but um yeah it's just it's just a bit more fun to be honest and especially since now you can do longer tiktoks as well i mean you know when when i started it was only a one minute TikTok, 30 seconds and yeah now obviously you can get up to about 10 minutes i think so you know why not take advantage of it and do some little funny ones and more inventive ones yeah, I've seen I've seen a few of them. They're actually quite funny. I like the I do like the one where you've got the doctor talking to. Um, is it two? Is it Jason and Tommy? Is it meant to be Jason and yeah. Tommy that he's? Yeah, I do like that one. That that one's good. Um, it's a good way to um work around your cosplays and kind of bring them to life. Our uh, studio partner, Cosplay Dude Sixty Seven or Willie, he's also done a few skits now, hasn't he? And he started using his cosplays to a bit more uh, to his advantage, and. Yeah. Uh, so let's dive into Spotify. You uh, you said your podcast knows through comics, and uh, we know that you adapt com- what you you adapt comic books to audio dramas. What what kind of brought that along? What made you want to adapt comic books into audio dramas? Well, I I thought about it for a long while to be honest, and I, I've always wanted to do it. Uh, well, not always, but you know, for a decent length of time, I've been wanting to do it. Um, I can remember when I when they first brought out the Star Trek Who crossover. I did sort of like think to myself, it would be brilliant if you could actually hear them, if you could actually, you know, I mean, I would have loved to have actually got all the cows back. So get Matt Smith, get um, uh, Karen or somebody, I can't remember her name now, um, and get the whole cast of um, Star Trek back. And it would have been brilliant, even if it was just in audio form. And so eventually, obviously, with the 
kind of approval, you could say, of Jim and Billy, I just thought, well, do you know what? If you guys can help me do this and set it up, then maybe I can do it. And then we dealt out all the cast and, uh, yeah, we've got that out eventually. It took longer than I planned, but um, still got it out in the end. And it just developed from there. And now I'm trying to do more Power Ranger ones because they seem easier to write as well. Because obviously I've still got to actually write the script. Great. I've got to add some narration and copy out the lines for everybody. But um, for some reason, the Power Ranger ones, the Boom Comics ones, seems to be more easier to do and flow out. So you've done Doctor Who, you've done Power Rangers. Um, you've also done a Star Wars one, didn't you? A Darth Vader yeah. comic? Yeah. So is there any other comic books out there? Or, at one point in time, just like dive in and make it into an drama. Yeah, you cut out a little bit again. Yeah, it sounds alright. <laughs> um, I, I was trying to compensate. No, just one second, can I just... There's a message on my phone, I just need to listen to it. Alright, Mark, so you've got Doctor Who, you've got Power Ranger comics. Um, is there any other comics you'd want to do? Like, do you have, like, any comics on the list that like you want to delve in at some point that isn't Power Ranger and Doctor Who related? Um, yeah, yeah, there's a, a couple. I've been thinking that I would love to do the, like, Flashpoint um, comic. Uh, maybe even do the Deadpool, how Deadpool killed Marvel Universe one. Um, I've even thought of like having a bit more of a, shall we say, podcast-related ending rather than what the ending is in the comic. Uh, so I'm just rewrite the ending a little bit. In the comic, he ends up in the writing room of the very people that are writing the comic. I thought maybe it might be interesting if it, I make it sound like he's sneaking up on me as I'm doing the, along those lines. That'd be um, cool. Yeah, there, there, there's several comics I would love to do. I mean, I, I've even thought about trying to do the old Sonic the comic uh, back in the 90s. Um, thought about trying to adapt that one and even use, use the kids to add some voices to it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Have you ever thought of, like, um, kind of doing maybe some of the one-off storylines you know batman's met the predator the power rangers have fought godzilla before have you ever thought of maybe doing some of the crossovers and bringing them to life because there are a lot of people that you know want crossovers to happen and it only happens in comic book form yeah i mean funny enough a crown actually gave me a list of overs as well and yeah he he was like you know very wanting to do them and um we called us or like do some of the really nostalgia ones, even like the He-Man and um, uh, Thundercats one. I mean, mm. I, I could already pick out the person to play He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who that would be. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that's that's really cool. Um, I, just, I just know for a fact that there are so many people that love uh, some of the older comics, some of the crossover mm. comics, and you, you've got this, like, you've made this foundation for yourself of adapting uh, the comic books into audio dramas so when it comes to voice acting you said you've got like a, a set of voice actors and stuff what's it like working with people and depending on people to actually bring your like ideas to life oh it's absolutely horrendous 
no, no, it's, it's good. A, a, a lot of them are brilliant at what they do. Um, I mean, there, there is a few that are seem to be a. I don't want to say better at it because you're all brilliant at, at, at what you do, but some of them seem to. It's like with James or Beauty of Abiaga, you know, there's just something he brings to it with the role of Rita. Um, yeah. I mean, all of you do a fantastic job when it comes to it, you know, reading, reading the lines and that. I mean, some of the audios could sometimes be maybe cleaned up a bit, but ultimately it, this is only an amateur thing anyway, so I'm not going not gonna to fight everyone for giving me better audios or anything. <laughs> Well, for those who don't know, I'm actually one of Mark's uh, voice actors. Uh, I play Zack the Black, uh, I'm from Power Ranger. I'm also Finster, and uh, I'm also... Uh, Michelangelo. Michelangelo, I was going to say. I knew there were three of them. <laughs> and I've also said to Mark, if you have an easy for anything, I'm, I'm, I'm around. Uh, I think Dakota, which I believe you turned into Shredder, was the, the, yeah. the guy... Yeah. I think he's um, in one of my stories on Tiger Tales. He's in my Digimon story. He plays his human character, his rookie Digimon, and his champion level Digimon. And you would not say the three voices are the same bloke whatsoever. It's absolutely incredible what he can do. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, I I would say I had to slightly adapt his voice with um, certain bits on Audacity that I use. Um, but yeah. I, the majority of it, the way he does it, is is him. Yeah, yeah. Some, some of the, is... I agree with you. Some of the voice actors that we have uh, collectively are really good, um, for sure. So yeah, when it's... it comes to being a voice actor, because you're a voice actor as well, uh, you're one of my voice actors. You voice actor for Cosmo Two Sixty Seven. What's that like? Was it was it like being on the receiving end of being a voice actor? Yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, I, I, as you know, I, <laughs> I do struggle sometimes reading them and uh, actually saying the lines and that. And the number of times I trip over my words is funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's brilliant. It, it, it's brilliant doing the voices and that, and just even experimenting with it. I mean, like with one of the ones that uh, Cosplay is doing now. You know, I've got to obviously do my voice a little bit different. Um, I do with you with Doctor. Dead. Uh, yep. Obviously, try to do. I I like to try to do a more Joker esque, um, Mark Hamill sort of Joker. Or at least I try to do. Um, but I think it comes across quite well. And I try a posh voice for Alfred. But yeah, I just I just like to experiment with it a lot of the time. Yeah, I, I quite enjoy uh, working with you when it comes to the DC and Marvel storylines. Um, I actually had. Uh, well, Alfred and Doctor Dead are in the same story, so you can definitely see your range in that one, because yeah. uh, uh, Doctor Dead and Alfred are both DC characters. And then with Sabretooth, uh, my Sabretooth voice actor, I definitely I think Sabretooth is one of my favourite ones to work with because uh, I don't know you just, you kind of bring his like he's aggressive at everything, but he has no reason yeah. to sort of <laughs> tone to it. You, you, you do pretty good, to be fair. Uh, so when it comes to roles, um, is there any role that you would like to do at some point or any like type of role that you haven't been able to do yet that you'd like to at least practice with or at least try out for? Um, I seem to be enjoying trying to play villains. Um, obviously, I'm going to be doing the Draken in Power Ranger comics because I'm playing Tommy as well. And that, that was literally the reason I chose Tommy was so I could do Draken. Um, there's a lot of the other sort of villains in there. Like I'd like to do 
Dark Spectre at some point because he is in a one of the comics. Um, and yeah, just to, to be honest, I just love to do a load more bad guys. And I was really, I was actually trying um, to see if I could audition for what would have been King Mondo in the Power Rangers audio drama that they do. Mm. Um, but yeah, that doesn't look like it's going to happen, unfortunately. <laughs> Which I think is a shame. I think they should have had a British person to play a king character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just saying, if you ever get done for murder, or you ever get done for like you know anything like that, and everyone sits and goes, "Oh, there were no signs." I'm just going to point them to your voice acting. Career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he liked to play villains. <laughs> just, just point him towards yeah, the doctor's head. Eh? That one is. <laughs> I think I do that one very spookily. Uh, honestly, um, for those who don't know, I have a, a character called Doctor Dead. He's schizophrenic, and I've given him multiple personalities. And Mark is one of the personalities. He's the main insane one. And um, I think the last chapter we did of Doctor Dead, where you actually had a monologue um, and things, I think that was my f that to date is one of my favorite chapters I've ever written, ever edited, and ever uploaded. That is so much fun to work with you on that. That was so good. The way you did it, the way I, I handled it and edited together, it, it came out perfect. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> yeah, because I, I kind of had to do it. I mean, it was the same as what I did with the Hulk the End. Because um, I sort of like, I was playing three characters in that one. Um, well, more than three characters, but three characters that were in one body, as it were. Uh, and of course, I had to do the old man Bruce, the narrating Bruce, and the Hulk. And I thought it was like the same way I did it with that Doctor Ted one, because you obviously you had the ones where I was talking as Doctor Ted, but I was also narrating it as Doctor Ted as well. Yeah, yeah, because with the story, it's it's in first person. So when the main character Cornelius is is narrating himself, then Mark will be the character, and then there are times where uh, his character takes over the body and drives it, air quotes, drives the body himself, and so that's where Mark uh, narrates as well. And yeah, everyone should check out uh, before Deb became a doctor on Tiger Tales of Lost Stories, where you'll hear Mark do a lot of monologuing as uh, his Doctor Dead personality. It's really good, honestly. Like I said, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite chapters to date that I've, I've ever done. Uh, I can't wait to start. I'm going to be writing a chapter uh, this month, so you'll be getting a few more lines for Doctor Dead. Um, and cool. it's just it's just a lot of fun to like, especially because I don't know what to expect with you with these lines because some of them, like the way that I write it and the way that you give it, ninety percent of the time actually don't match at all. But I like that oh, really? because yeah, like there are some lines I've written it in such a way where it's mundane, like it's such a like for example, let's say you say that you killed someone, I write in such a way where Doctor Dead goes, eh, I killed him, but you write it like it's most hysterical, the biggest, funniest thing on the planet, and it just adds this flair to like the story. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> I can work with this. It's yeah, really I good, mean, I really, I really enjoy it. I was just going to say, sometimes, obviously, when even when reading your lines, uh, sometimes it, it doesn't quite feel right the way you've written it. So sometimes you go like, because I think I've done it with some of your lines where I've actually recorded it the way you've written it and then i'm like on well no hang on tight this sounds better if you maybe say it like this it, it kind of flows a bit more or yeah. at least that's what it feels like 
Yeah, and sometimes that happens. That like I, I, I so there have been a few people that have done that, and I'm like, mm, no, I kind of need the line like that. I don't care how cheesy or weird it sounds, but yeah, there are sometimes uh, you know you uh, Willie, you've done it uh, and stuff where like you're like, mm, hang on a minute, let me give you the line like this and see what you prefer. And I'm like, oh, actually, no, that works. Like the one thing I like doing with Jared, the uh, host of If You Give It Out a Podcast, um, he's now one of our voice actors. And uh, he he does quite a few takes in one go, uh, just so that I have multiple ways of doing lines. And I actually, I, I respect him for that, because I'll take, there have actually been times where he's given me Dr. Deadline, not Dr. Deadline, Dark Side Lines, wrong character. And uh, I, I'll take, you know, from one section, I'll take two lines. From his second recording, I'll take another line. And for his third recording, I'll take the last line. And I kind of, like, mix and match them and stuff. He, he's really, re like, respectful for that, because he wants to... You know, do his best, and he wants to give us the best he can, and I respect him for that. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is good. The beauty bait does that to me as well. Um, I'll get like two or three goes at the way she does her lines, and nine times out of ten these days, though, I just kind of pick the first ones. But I have sometimes gone, well, no, actually, the second one does sound a bit better. I'll go with that one, but. Yeah, most of the time they're just all good. They are anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's fun to work with people. I know sometimes, I think both of us, I think all three of us, me, you and Willie, have had this issue where, you know, some people haven't given their lines on time and things like this. And But it kind of comes with the territory. Uh, you know, everyone's got a life. Everyone kind of either has kids or family or work and things. You know, people move house and all sorts. Like, currently at this moment in time, I'm waiting for a set of lines. Um, I did tell him, you know, go to me when he's ready. And he keeps on messaging me, apologising. I'm like, dude, stop, it's fine. <laughs> you know, sort your life out, then give me your lines. At least yeah. he's actually talking to you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we both had our problems with a couple of voice actors. Um, mm -hmm. But the majority of them I, I've had, you know, that, that they're fine. I mean, uh, there's one person I am waiting for a, a response back, but I do believe she was having problems um a while back as well which she did tell me um and then obviously i said to her well you know, if what i'll do is i'll put you on hold for now of uh, being the actor it's funny it's the actor for training actually, and that's why i recasted it with um your partner and yeah. uh yeah uh I'll just leave it at that for now, and uh, if she comes back, she does. If she doesn't, then well, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, I also did the same for the person that voiced Zordon and who was going to voice Zed when he comes into it. Um, he still wants to do Zed, so I might still bring him back as Zed. I don't know at the moment. Um, but I'm st I'll stick to playing Zordon because, well, it gives me something to actually do, because especially when I start to do the go-go Power Rangers, Tommy's not in it, and I'm not going to have much to do. <laughs> There's only so much I can play Alpha. Fair. So you have your Red Cornish Ranger, and you obviously do write your own stories, and they are uploaded mm -hmm. on to your podcast. Uh, we, me, and Cosby Do Sixty Seven have both worked with your characters as well. We've brought Mark Red Cornish Ranger into our stories and stuff. How did that all start? How did Mark the Corner Stranger go from being a character you're cosplaying as on TikTok to actually officially being into stories?
Hey everybody, I hate to interrupt the podcast. Uh, first off, I do apologise about the few technical difficulties I had. Apparently my computer doesn't like the internet. Anyway, let's dive in with some fan fiction therapy. So, this is the segment where I tell you guys exactly what the three Ranger Bros have been uploading on our podcasts, our YouTube channels, and the such. So, first off, we have The Order, uh, written by Cosplay Disagree 7, his own original content, his first chapter got uploaded. Here's a snippet of that. There stood a 12-foot ogre and a werewolf. The werewolf is attacking it. She seems to be determined to protect Fan and Bella, not letting them have a clear shot at the thing, though. Eric, get out of here, Van shouts and aims his shotgun at the org. Tasha, get out of the way so I can get a shot, he shouts. Just as the wolf moves, Van shoots. The shot was clean and blood splattered everywhere, including Eric's face. And Cosplay Dude 67 also uploaded on the Parangers Universe 19 channel. We have the Ultra Rangers. The next installment to that, here's a snippet. To sensing the disturbance, the Rangers swiftly ducked down a back alley so they were not seen Jason's voice echoed. It's morphing time! Green Leviathan! Silver Fenrir! White Phoenix! Black Chimera! Pink Griffin! Blue Kraken. Yellow Pegahorn. Red Dragon! Also on the exactly same day, he uploaded a next chapter to Come Ride a Wizard. Here's a snippet of that. The battle raged on in the heart of the city as Cayman Rider Wizard, in his flame-imbued armor, faced off against Nebula Shade. Their clashes sent shockwaves through the air, an intense dance of light and shadow. Your darkness won't prevail against the flames of hope. Wizard says Nebula Shade, undeterred, lashed out with tendrils of shadow, attempting to ensnare Wizard. However, Wizard's nimble movements and mastery over fire allowed him to evade with remarkable agility. Those are released within the last week. Make sure you check out The Order on Spotify and everywhere you can find your podcast and Poundage Universe 19, exactly the same. Now, I uploaded... Quite a few installments to Parage Universe 113 on the Tiger Tales YouTube channel. I won't give you snippets to all the chapters as I uploaded four chapters to Power Rangers Future Foundation, but here's a quick snippet to the most recent chapter. Then suddenly the device exploded. The explosion was a burst of pure white light. Adam, Kira, and Xander all covered their eyes. They lowered their arms as the light diminished. They looked around and saw an empty room. CJ, Luca, Dante, Leo, and Chloe were all gone. So was the dimensional jumper device. What the hell happened? Adam grunted. Where is my daughter? Kira barked. Xander just looked at the two with confusion. I also introduced a new storyline called Apex Rangers. Here's a quick snippet to that. But sir, these beings of darkness, you can almost taste their age. The ancient power older than you. How do you know these things can be trusted? Azazel asked. I'm aware of the consequences, Azazel. Either way. I know how this universe works. This'll work if they don't destroy the universe. It'll help the chess master at least, whatever his plans are. 
the banker Bart, then Rasper started muttering a spell. And then on Tiger Tales, the game over channel, which you can find on YouTube as well, I uploaded a first installment to Color Matrix, which is usually on Tiger Tales, the Lost Stories YouTube channel, but we uploaded our very first Color Matrix data world chapter, and here's a quick snippet of that. And petted one of the horses that walked on by. Then suddenly, several heartless appeared, only a few shadows and a large body. I summoned my keyblade, the stroke of midnight keyblade, resembling the castle that housed the king and the queen. I then dropped into my fighting stance, blocking the heartless horde from the queen. Two knights came running up to me. Get the queen inside now, Abart. Then the knights escorted the queen back into the castle. I turned my attention to the heartless. And if you want to listen to those stories and more, make sure you check out the following. Mark's podcast called Nerds Through Comics, where he adapts comic books into audio dramas, and he also tells his own Power Ranger stories. Then we have Cosplay Dude's list of podcasts and YouTube channels. We have Storytime of Cosplay Dude 67, Power Rangers Universe 19, The Order, and Sailor Moon E. Found everywhere you can find your podcasts. And then his two YouTube channels are One Piece the Audio Drama and Nostalgia Time. All places, it's Cosplay Dude's original creations and fan fictions, so you could check them out as well. And then myself, I have four Tiger Tales channels. We have Tiger Tales, Tiger Tales The Lost Stories, Tiger Tales Game Over, and Tiger Tales The Mysterious Origins. So, you should go find them on YouTube and give them a listen as well. Make sure you give everyone a follow and a subscribe if you can, and of course, we will dive back into the podcast. This has been your quick minute of Fan Fiction Therapy. Well, basically, it was it was Willie that started it off. He, he basically came to me and said, look, I want to... Um, I want to bring your character into my show this is how i'd like to do it so we came up with a basic idea that he was um where he was traveling dimensions he'd lost his team um we didn't really enclose why and how it happened and yeah he just did his story with the fact that it was this nephus that that also turned up in the episode that he was chasing and it just grew from there and obviously i decided then to do a prequel series which was the one that's been on recently, well, um, last year, the Red Cons, uh, not Red Cons Ranger, Royal Britannia. Um, and I know they'll be doing a second one as well this year, which will collide with how Willie brought me or brought the Red Cons Ranger into his story. So it'll bring it up to there and up to date, hopefully. Uh, obviously, you brought me into yours as well. And it, yeah, the characters just developed over the time and lot of input from you guys and yeah some of the ideas from myself of how i'd like to go about it really so obviously you said that mark's been uh jump around universes and you said that you know you've got a few like ideas of how that's going to lead up to universe 19 i've put you into my parent storylines i've even put you in my marvel and dc universe where you know we're currently going for a crossover event is there any weird or wacky ideas you've come up with where you like 
it doesn't matter if you're not going to do them, but have you ever thought about putting Mark, the Red Corner Stranger, in a universe that would just be, you know, downright bizarre or weird to the normal mind? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I did think about having, and, and if Jim and Billy end up listening to this, they're probably going to have a hurt me, but I did think about trying to see if I could have them come into a universe where Hulk and Skull are the heroes, where they're Power Rangers, but it's still the same Bulk and Skull that you know. Um, I also thought about trying to do one where he ends up in like a Yu-Gi-Oh universe, but instead of him being able to morph in that, he accesses cards that relate to his powers, so he'd like be able to summon Jason as a monster, or well, Jason as a dual monster and that. Um, there's been other other ideas as well um but yeah <laughs> i i, I, I think up quite a lot <laughs> i think if there's one i'd really want to see it's mark the red corner ranger single-handedly take down godzilla i think that needs to happen i think mark the red corner ranger needs to take down godzilla i think that'd be great because <laughs> <laughs> the power rangers have done it but that took all of them i just want mark single-handedly yeah. save tokyo <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know how he would do that because he doesn't really technically have a Zord either. Although no, I've always wondered global. if he could use the Zords. So, saying that, you mentioned Zords. What what can what is the power set for Mark the Red Corner Stranger? Do you want to explain that real quick so people have a bit more understanding of like what he can do? Um, well, basically, he the the idea of it was that he found a stone. Which was a uh, um, and absorbed the powers of Jason's Red Ranger powers, and that's why he looks like the Red Ranger. But in doing so as well, he can access basically all of the Mighty Morphin powers. Because when he got that powers to begin with, Jason was already using the Green Ranger powers, and just through an act of the Morphin Grid, uh, that he can access pretty much all the other powers within that Mighty Morphin power set. So he can essentially call forth all the power weapons. Um, he has on each side, he has a, a version of Saba. It's not the same version that Tommy had, but it's a version of Saba. And he has a version of the Dragon Dagger as well. So essentially he could access anything from the Mighty Morphin era if he wanted to. <laughs> so have you ever actually like thought about the fact that, you know, we do actually have... Uh, you know, Jason can tap into uh, the Zia Rangers, um, and you know, Kimberly uh, goes sudden jetty powers and stuff. Have you ever thought about maybe making it so Mark could tap into more than just the basic powers, or do you think that'd be a bit too much? I think that'd be a bit too much uh, because that would probably make him overpowered, and I'd end up having too much of a like a uh, too much of a. Oh, what's it called? Uh, it'd be a plot, wouldn't it? I'd be mm. able to, right, he can't deal with this in this power set, so he's going to need to change into this power set, and which will deal with it. Uh, kind of thing is big, our free jail card. So, when it comes to Mark and, you know, you, you, he, you've got a team called Royal Britannia, um, what, why, the, why Royal Britannia? Why that name specifically? Um, well, it's just it's, it's a very British name, really, isn't it? Because you, you have Britannia, um, 
did read up on on what Britannia actually is, but I can't remember it now. But um, yeah, it's a very sort of like British word. So I figured Royal Britannia, it sounded really good and um, really sticks to it. And the uh, the idea obviously is that it's supposed to be an English ranger, a Scottish ranger, an Irish ranger, or more specifically a North Irish ranger, and uh, a Welsh ranger along with the Cornish ranger as well, which is the whole of sort of like England itself. So I'm actually the one who designed the the rangers for you. I drew them and I yeah. sent them to you. Um, and you kind of use the flags as kind of their like color scheme and the way they look. Yeah. So go off that idea. Have you ever thought about kind of doing it so like you'd have another team, but they'd represent a different country with different flags. Because let's use, like, Asia, for example. You've got, like, Japan, you've got China, you've got Korea. Did you ever think about maybe doing, like, a sub-team of Royal Britannia where they represent a different country? Or have you only ever thought about just using the UK? Because obviously that's where you're from. Um, I have only just sort of, like, thought of the, the four of them. But there is, uh, as, as people will find out when I do season two of Royal Britannia. Um there is sort of meant to be another two rangers that I've sort of like called Celtic Rangers or Celtic Warriors. Uh because obviously the likes of Cornwall, Ireland and Scotland, they're all based off based off of Celtic heritage. There's also another two Celts um I can use. I can't remember their names, but they're um different Celts basically, I think from or France, I feel like saying, or something along those lines, if I remember correctly. And yeah, I am thinking of introducing them as well later on down the line. If I can work out how to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So we have Royal Britannia, Mars travelled across multiple dimensions between yourself, me, and Cosby 237, and all this uh, fun stuff. He's currently in Paris Gloom. Uh, which is a collaborative story between me, uh, yourself, and Willie, uh, where he's actually the leader of the team. Um, how do you think that's going? How do you think, you know, what's your thoughts on the fact that we started Mark off with a vengeful, you know, uh, quest of vengeance, like revenge almost, to now he's actually leading a team trying to save a world that isn't even his. Like, you started this off as a cosplayer, and now this has all happened. Like, Give me your full pattern on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I love it. Uh, I love the way we've developed the storyline. I mean, uh, I think we're a bit harsh on him sometimes because um, he seems to be... I mean, Willie started off that his team is dead. Even the six range, original Rangers are dead in his universe uh, by the time he gets there. And uh, I think he's had a few more disasters happen. Um, and obviously, he's got this darkness in him because, like I say, he can capably use all the weapons including the sword of darkness and that obviously gives him a more darker thing and then obviously he lost his team and he's chasing after nepus and i even put him through the rigor in in the new um so i think it's nice that we have at least given him good to look at with the whole of the rangers the, the global rangers even though we've got a few ahead, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, as I'm the writer for Global, and it's it's a bit insane for like the fact that you know I'm writing a character who's just gone through all this stuff, and currently, uh, uh as of recording this episode, 
Global's now only just reached the fact that, you know, they've got their absorbs, they've got their team sorted and stuff. So now I can actually start writing, you know, episodic stories and stuff. So I'll be working with the fact that, you know, Mark's traumatized a bit. He's got to deal with Nephis still. You know, I, Sword of Darkness is definitely going to be uh, a feature in uh, a future episode. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to working with it because at the minute I've just played him off as he's the leader. He knows what he's doing. Everyone should listen to him. <laughs> You know, he's the more experienced ranger out of the four, etc. Five now, sorry, etc. etc. And so I'm looking forward to playing the other side of Mark. I'm actually I've been writing the Red Corner Ranger. I'm looking forward to writing Mark, if that makes sense. Um so yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. So with writing uh Mark Red Corner Ranger, obviously we have done a few variations. Uh I've I've even made your daughter uh, uh the pink corner stranger, which was absolutely awesome. I'm so glad I was able to do that for you. But you've actually made canon now. Uh, which yeah. I'm looking looking forward to that, which is awesome. I've killed Mark off about three or four times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. To, I've done it to Billy too. I do apologize, um, but it, it's just it's just fun the fact that I can kill off you know, <laughs> you know such a powerful character. <laughs> yeah, well, um, funny, funny enough, in one of the it'd be the last second to last episode of season two, I actually sort of make a comment of that. It's the because he'll meet a variant in that episode of himself, and he's sort of like going to say, well, "This is the first one I've met." You know, I've travelled all these places and I've never met another one. They're either not there or they're dead. <laughs> That's insane. That's going to be really harsh. <laughs> oh, that is great. So. Let's say you know Mark wasn't the Red Cornish Ranger per se. Where would you put Mark in a Power Ranger team if he could be a part of any? And this could include Super Sentinel. You don't have to use just Power Ranger. You can use Super Sentinel in this too. But if you could put Mark, the Red Ranger, in any team as a sixth, as an auxiliary ranger, whatever the case may be, what team would you put him in? Oh, I don't know because I mean, I enjoy all the all the Ranger teams, so it's like it's very hard to sort of like say which one I would put him in. I mean. I, I I will class myself as a original fanboy. You know, I, I like the Mighty Morphin. It's, it's always been one of my favourites. Um, especially like the Thunder series. Well, whether well, second Thunder Ring or Thunder Swords, more than that. Um, for actual teams, I don't really know to be honest. Um. I mean, yeah, it might be interesting to sort of like maybe have the die, have him as part of the die rangers, because that's sort of like one you've not really seen and a bit more unique, maybe. <laughs> so we've had teams where there are only five rangers. That's happened before, Jungle Fury, um, and we've also had um, obviously Ninja Storm, kinda, but then Cam came to the like six, um, but. With your team, you have five rangers. So is Mark classed as the sixth ranger of your team, or is he just classed as the fifth ranger? And there are five actual rangers, and they don't have a sixth ranger. He he is essentially the sixth ranger because um, because of his power set, and as well, you know, Cornwall is Cornwall is counted as England. So even though it's got its own flag and that, it's not really part of anything particular on its own it's it's part of england in itself so 
it made sense to have him as classed as the sixth ranger. But we have also, me and you have developed a story where it does actually kind of get reversed and he's made the leader to begin with. Uh, but that's a story for later on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So if so going off that logic then, if um Go Kaija or Super Mega Force, whichever one you want to look at, had the Royal Britannia keys, uh, Ryan would be the one with the red corner stranger key then basically. Yes, he would, yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah, that's cool. So with you know, we've got global going on. Let's say, you know, Global's all done and dusted, then is Global going to be the end of the Mark the Red Corner Strangers storyline? Or, like, do you want to make it so after Global, is Global just another arc for Mark? I hit that round. Is, is Global just another chapter? Or is Global going to be the end for Mark's story? I'd like to think at the moment it's, a, it's another chapter. I mean, I don't know where I'm going to go quite with it. I do have plans for a third season, which would technically take place during the global period once i get up to there um but as as no i I, i'd like to think it's a continuation at the moment and that we will hopefully develop another story afterwards so let's say mark has uh al become like the next sort of like tommy oliver-esque character you know he's now a mentor what sort of team would Mark mentor? Because obviously Tommy stayed with the whole Dino Thunder trope, you know, the dinosaur trope. He went from Mighty Morphin, and then his last proper parent team was Dino Thunder, so that's another dinosaur. So would you keep with the whole, like, Royal Britannia, sort of flag-based theme, or would Mark venture forth to a more different sort of team? Like, if he was a mentor of a team, like, what sort of team would he mentor? I'd like him to sort of like, if, if he did mentor, it'd be nice to mentor a sort of like different style of team. Um, even if it was something like, say, the, um, oh, I don't know what their names are, but you know, the spirit ones that use the cubes. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know which one you're on about. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'd be quite cool. Uh, I, I do like the look of that series. I mean, it, it does call, sort of like have a sort of Jungle Fury or Wild Force sequel vibe to it but yeah it'd be good to see it would so with let, let's say mark is you know your global's all finished and mark's still continuing off do you have any plans for like another ranger character because you've got mark the Cornish ranger or is mark just going to be your only character that you focus on um no i am thinking up some others i mean with my so the, the universe that Mark comes from is called Universe 20. Um, I, picked, I picked it because, because Willie obviously started it all. So I thought I'd just go one more than him um, and do Universe 20. Um, and in that universe, I want to develop more unique stories to some of the Power Rangers of the past. Uh, but also, I'd like to bring in some newer teams as well i've i've got some ideas for um well for my own team as as well that's in that universe and even sort of like thinking about quantum rangers maybe as well and you're obviously doing some different ranger teams as well and it, it would be cool to do newer teams and, and even just different stories around the original teams as well
Do you ever wonder what would happen if, well, if... If you give a dad a podcast. Hello, all my beautiful people. Hey, Mom, I'm not going to college like we planned. I'm going to take a couple years off. I just gave all my college money to this uh, professional wrestling promoter. And uh, yeah, I'm going, to be a, I'm going to be a big superstar one day. I'm a, I'm a human and I'm a chiropractor. I wasn't about to call you dad, so... <laughs> I'm what you call a nerd In the Monos Chronicles, the new web series that I'm working on... We inadvertently made that kid cry. We didn't mean to. I mean... <laughs> people get really mad at those videos. For some reason, like, it triggers really? certain people, yeah. First tryout, made the team, made starting position. I was right guard for a little while. Hey, Jared, that's where I was going to tell you about. Here it is. It's going to be from a, a nerdy dad's point of view. You're starstruck. It's not a big deal, man. I am being starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had a punch me face. That's why they call it if you give a dad a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Available everywhere podcasts are found. Yeah, that that like yeah, of um, we do have plans for me to bring in a a, a subgenre of Jungle Fury, uh, sort of storyline, which we very cleverly actually linked to Jungle Fury, and I've also me and you have also been collaborating on uh, some storylines that revolve past Rangers. You know, they're kind of like a not one-offs, but I guess that's the best way to describe them. I don't know if you want to describe them a different way, but I guess one-off storylines they kind of like give a continuation to the, some of the stuff that they get up to. And um, yeah. yeah, it'd be cool to see what you come up with. I'm looking forward to you know the next couple of years where because I, I think with you uh, you can you can disagree with me as much as you want, but I think since you've been friends with me and Willie. And obviously, you know, we're always talking, our group chat's always, you know, going off and things. I think you've gained a bit more confidence in your, not writing ability per se, but your ability to translate writing to product, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think you definitely, I, I can see what you've done from Royal Britannia chapter one, all the way to what me and you discussed that you're going to do. I think mm-hmm. like you've gone so much better at like adapting yourself into your story writing skills and everything, and it's 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 a pleasure to see as well because you do quite often come to me and win, and we do it all three of us, all three of us do it to each other, and you quite often come to us and go, "Well, I've got this idea," and me and Willie have gone from having full blown conversations to literally going, "Yeah, yeah, Mark, cool," because we don't need to feel like yeah. we have to jump in because you've done it all by yourself you know you, you're really good at it now and yeah, like, I mean, you know there are storylines you've got planned which i am looking forward to as well yeah i mean i think sometimes i'll, I'll record a message to you too it, it's not really it's not even these days to ask for your opinion even though i say i need your opinion on this it's more i just want to talk it out and then i kind of like i mean it's like something we discussed although was it it was in one of the stories i did where I asked you guys who should this person go talk to because he needs to find out stuff. And even though you both gave me your, well, no, I think you only gave me your opinion. I don't think you really did. But um, yeah, even after I recorded it, I was like, no, I now know how I want to go forward with this. So I did it anyway. Um, 
but it's good, it's good also to hear different things as well because you know it, it can spark some extra ideas as well oh yeah for sure all. Yeah, I, I, I love the fact that I can come to you and uh, Willie, and now A-Crown actually, A-Crown's kind of become someone I can go and talk to as well, because I've currently got uh, my parent universe 113 kind of developing and like growing throughout January, and um, I think it's chapter 35, which will come out near the end, Willie said one sentence to me um, a little while ago, and I was like, hair question mark? So he, he left me a voice message to explain himself, and that I, ch chapter 35 wasn't even going to be a thing. It wasn't even going to exist. And because Willie said this one sentence to me, it, it, it's now a whole chapter. I've now changed one character's entire life because of Willie saying this one <laughs> sentence. You know, and it happens. Like, it ha having someone to fall back on that you can, you know, translate your stories to, talk about it and stuff. Yeah, it, it's, it's good. And, you know, I think me and you have bonded really well over the whole story writing thing as well because we're obviously both from the uk i'm from england i live in wales you live in cornwall we're on the same time zone you know sadly a lot of our friends like willie there are six hours seven hours behind us so you know if we do want to get anything out of them we've got to wait until it's like dark you know we've got to wait until it's nighttime for us you know before we get anything sort of like said and done out of them and yeah it's, it's just it's just fun to you know build stuff with and i'm currently working on a story that is Power Ranger related, but it's going to be original between me and you, like we discussed a little yeah. while ago, which will be Lost Stories. Um, so that means you'll be doing some narrating yourself and things. And I look forward to hearing how you're gonna, like, what sort of Power Ranger you're gonna like come up with and stuff. And yeah, it's, it's just fun yeah. to have a. I know, I, I we we call each other best friends, but we're also kind of business partners, and then we're also kind of like confidants. And it's just like I think we have yeah, a no list worries. of we have like a list, don't we, of like things that we are. And it's yeah, it's just fun to see. Um, I think I think it's gone to a point now where I look forward to hearing your original stuff more than your yeah. comic book ad adaptations, which I still listen to. Obviously, I still enjoy them, but I think I look forward to more your original stuff because. You just want better at it as well. So yeah, I mean, I I am using obviously an AI to help me write them, but it's not. I still write it myself. I, I basically I write it all out myself, and then I put it into the AI just to give it a bit of a spice to it to help just bring the words better together. Uh, I literally just say, you know, write this like a Power Ranger style show or Power Ranger style episode, and. I tell it to keep the dialogue as well, because most of the time the words I write and want in it. But then sometimes it, it will it will change it, and I've I've got to edit it. But then sometimes it will change it, and actually it sounds a bit better that way. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I I've used AI to help me make some monsters because sometimes it's a case of you know I know how the chapter is going to go. I've written the chapter; it's flowing well. And now I need to make a monster, I need a description, I need a name, and I'm just like, I'm now either going to sit here for four days not knowing what to do, or I can let the AI make a monster for me and then write the rest of the chapter, you know. So it definitely comes in handy for that. Um, I think, I think it, we were actually just... Oh, gone. I was just going to say that it, it's not a bad thing using the AI, AI at all. I mean, know that Willie uses it as well. It's Sometimes you can't think of everything, especially when you've got... You know plans and the stories that we kind of have like it sometimes there's some help is nice yeah it it just does help it does um like i say but most of the time it's all my own words anyway so it just sort of reorders it a little bit 
I don't, I don't seem to be writing many monsters though into my story. I must admit, for some reason. But I think it works though as well. I feel yeah, like it works. You, you watch, you watch Power Rangers for the men in tight spandex, not the monsters they fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's meant to. Oh, that's great. So obviously we have uh the um Zia the Hero Network. Uh, you know, they've been a big help to us. Uh they've you know, they're they're the reason that all of us are kind of doing what we're doing in the sense. How did you come across, you know, Zia the Hero, you know, because you, you were one of the first you know, guests that we've kind of got around. So how did you come to be a part of this madhouse that we call the Zeod Hero Network? Well, obviously I started doing obviously my TikTok and um, this one guy followed me. Uh, it was called TN. His real name was Sam. And um, he he ended up going on the podcast and he, he messaged me saying, oh, by the way, I mentioned you in this podcast. I thought, oh, do you know what? I might as well see this. I've never really listened to podcasts, never had the channel. So then I ended up downloading Spotify and I listened to the episode. Like, oh, that's cool. That's, that's nice to, little ego boost. It was like, nice to hear my name, nice to hear me spoken about. So I then did a video saying as much, you know, and I thought, well, let's promote this a little bit. Let's um, get the fact that someone's mentioned me in their podcast. Just, I just, I didn't think anything much was going to come of it. And then, obviously, I got contacted then by Billy. And next thing I know, I'm on this podcast and I'm talking about myself and what I was doing. And uh, I think I was like the third or fourth guest. Um, but out of all the ones, we kind of like had a, a an original set. So it was like me, um. A guy called Clayton who does um, neon lights on YouTube. Good, good series. It's a shame there's not much more written at the moment because I think he's having problems. Um, you obviously had Jim and Billy and this TN um, were the sort of like first real ones to be on the podcast. And I ended up joining the Discord and becoming part of this Zero to Hero network that slowly started to build up. And next thing I know, I'm dragging a lot of you lot kicking and screaming into it as well. <laughs> yeah, you've um, you've actually been like the reason for a few people joining, haven't you? Because you're the reason why I joined. Um, yeah. Because I I downloaded TikTok again due to boredom, and uh, I'm scrolling through, and I think the first Power Ranger type esque video I see is actually from Eternal Ranger, I believe. So I follow yeah, him. Yeah, I think I was probably the same. <laughs> yeah, so because now I follow one Power Ranger TikToker, my feed was just a bunch of Power Ranger stuff. So I got like clips from Power Rangers and Super Sentai, and I had a few other people, and I found you. And then as soon as I saw that you're from Cornwall, I was like, that's an hour or two away from my home city. That's madness. So I thought yeah. I'd follow you and stuff. And then I saw your promotion video for Zero to Hero. I was like, ah. Well, I'm not really into podcasts, but like if some like guys are talking Power Rangers and you know giving smack to each other, I'm gonna listen to this. 
And then I listened and I, I messaged Billy going, yo, I'm a big Power Ranger fan. You know, if you want to have another geek on there, crack on. And I think I was on within the month, I believe. I could be wrong. Uh, I'm sure Jim will correct me. Um, and yeah, I, I, I remember um, they recorded with me the very first time uh, Rebel Ranger was also recorded as well. We actually, they did our episodes back to back. Um, and it was the only time I actually spoke to her properly. Uh, other than one or two messages, but yeah, it, it was it was it was really weird recording for a podcast for the first time, and then through that, obviously now I've met like Willie, and then I don't even remember how the whole me you Willie thing came to be. I believe it was um, Willie. I said to Willie, I had an idea for a story which revolved his Cyberforce Rangers, and then we spoke about it, and then within an hour, we managed to not only figure out this storyline, I helped him out with you, because he was confused on how, like, Mark the Red Corner Ranger would have worked in his stories, and then mm -hmm. within that week, I messaged you going, hey, do you want Mark to come into the Future Foundation storyline, like, after Ultra Rangers? And you were like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, I, it just made it pretty, and it just... And it, it, we just we just started this whole like mushroom cloud explosion of <laughs> of all this stuff. Before like, we do it, it, we we had him bouncing off of everywhere. I mean, I, I think I think by the time you did actually bring him into Future Foundation, I think I'd already thought up the concept of um, Robotania and well, how I wanted to move it forwards. We we came up with the idea for Magnificent Megaforce, and in Magnificent Megaforce, my main character has an English Ranger key, and he can become the English uh, Robin yeah. Ranger. So you yeah, must so have must, some form just, of idea. Yeah, by then, yeah, definitely must have. Yeah, like, it's, it's such a blur these days. So aren't you also the reason how Jared came to be in the Zero to Hero Network as well? Yes, yeah, basically I... I'm on a couple of pages on Facebook that were um, kind of for promoting podcasts. Uh, the only problem was you got a load of spammers and scammers on there. You had them like they would go, oh, um, I can listen to five podcasts and help promote you. And if you comment on it, comment the link. Next thing you get these messages, you know, oh, well, I'll promote your podcast, but I need money for it, basically. Yeah, I've um, seen a lot of that. Yeah, so-called professional promoters, but yeah, well, um, then someone that was in that group created their own ones where they're they ban these people that come on there. They they're, they're exclusively promoting your own podcast yourself, you know. Um, and I I basically started to message on these ones that were trying to charge people for promoting their videos you know it's like, no, if you want to come to this other page I, I know of just message me he was one of the ones that messaged me uh asking about it i sent him the link and then we just got chatting and then next thing i'm inviting him to the zero to hero <laughs> discord and uh yeah it went from there it did yeah and, and honestly jared's a great addition to the zero yeah. to hero network I'm actually on his podcast next week, week after, week after. Yeah, um, all of us, uh, Free Ranger Bros, have actually been on uh, his podcast yeah, by the end of January. Yeah, finally. 
Uh, but yeah, no, Jared's a great addition. He's, you know, he's funny. He gets into the banter. You know, mm-hmm. Jim and Billy are very banterous people. You know, they they throw their banter left, right, and center. If it was a bouncy ball, it wouldn't leave the, you know, it would never touch the ground. Um, yeah. And like, you know, we we always we always find him, you know, getting involved and saying hello. And I, me and Jared actually got a story going on because his podcast is called If You Give a Dad a Podcast. He said to me that he wanted to like, you know, his dream would to branch out out and do youtube videos of like if you give a dad a kitchen for example mm. and do like cooking tutorials and stuff so i took that in a fictional sense and i said to him why not if we do if you give a dad a and fill in the blank and each chapter would be you talking about what you do if you actually had one of whatever whatever and so he actually it's on the lost stories channel so he he reads it himself and i just love the way he does it and the first one we did was if you give a dad a dragon dagger and i made it so he actually found tommy's dragon dagger and <laughs> yeah it was just it's really cool the next one's already planned i've got to write it and i've already got the third chapter plan i just need to talk to him about it and the cool thing is all of the story i'm writing is his idea it's what he would actually do if he found these items or had these items or whatever it is i'm just adding some tiger tails like you know over dramatic flair to the events but it's all his idea like it's, it's what he'd actually do and he's willing to work with us as well because isn't he a voice actor for you now as well he's done a little couple of cameos um and i am planning on trying to bring him in on a more permanent sort of role in the boom comics um i've got i i want him to play a couple of bad guys but they're not for a while but uh, he's probably going to pay a lot more cameos to begin with to find something permanent for him. Yeah, with with me, he's my dark side voice actor because I, I like to get my voice actors involved. This is why you're playing Alfred and Sabretooth because I said to you, mate, you know, pick a character and you can play him, you know, mm-hmm. and you wanted to play Alfred and Sabretooth. I was like, dude, do it. Um, so he said to me that like, one of his favorite DC characters is Dark Side. I was like, that actually works. I tweak his voice ever so slightly. I make it a bit deeper but it is his voice you can tell it's yeah. him and he does a fantastic <laughs> job um but uh it doesn't a crown also help you out with nursery comics as well if i'm right uh, yeah that. well he, he was sort of partly the script editor um he hasn't done many recently but then again i haven't really interested him either um so it's probably on both our heads um but yeah he he's obviously lent some ideas as well like i say he gave me that list for a load of crossovers and that and um he wants to do a lot more as well so yeah i, I have had it i say <laughs> yeah a crown's awesome I, I, anytime i can shout a crown i will because he's always uh he's the reason why tide tiger game over exists which is where all my video game stories are based and and if it wasn't him, that kind of wouldn't even exist. And I have plans down the year where other things will happen. And it, it, it's because I spent a couple of months talking to him. And yeah, it's it's fantastic. And he's really good at... He's definitely got a mind for story writing. He does actually have his own YouTube channel now. He's uploading his own stories ever so slowly. Hey, Crown, if you're listening to this, hurry the F up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, he's good at it too. He is actually really good. At, he's got a very unique creative mind, which I like. Um, Saying that though, I've actually I don't know if I believe you commented, but um Billy of the Zeod Hero uh, network will be doing some uh, voice work for me at some point soon as well. <laughs> it's always enjoyable getting their lines. I mean yeah, <laughs> yeah they, that's they, true. Yeah. 
they they play obviously Bolton Skull um, for me in the comic book. Um, I'm really, I am actually really looking forward to them doing the pointless art because obviously Balkan Skull have a little different um, attitude, sort of like in that one. Yeah. Um, and even actually when, when I do do Go Go as well, that their, their Balkan Skull is more in Go Go Power Rangers. They're more bully version of Balkan Skull, wherein the Mighty Morphin part of it, um, they're, well, they're podcasters. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like really cast two podcasters as podcasters. Yeah, they, they, Billy and Jim are also nicknamed as the Balkan Skull of podcasting, aren't they? So I think that's yeah. very fitting in the fact that they're actually playing the two characters they're named after. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, when Billy said that he'd love to try voice acting, I was like, dude, I, I can give you roles, no problem. Um, so his first chapter will be the 31st of January, if I can keep up to my schedule, which I'm hoping I can. Um, mm. um, famous last words, eh? So, yeah, famous last words for absolutely definite. Um, so we, we, we've been rambling on for a while now. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on, Mark, as my first guest. I do, I do thank you for that. I have five quick fire questions for you. I don't want you to think. I just want you to give me your very first thing you think of, and then we can we can wrap it up. So, I will try. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have a Cornish Mandalorian. Uh, which trilogy, if you could put them in any trilogy, which trilogy would you put them in? Uh, I put them in the one to three trilogy. Um, you have to put you have to replace one ranger with Ziggy from RPM. Any ranger in any season, which ranger you're replacing with Ziggy? Uh, I want to say let's replace Cam. <laughs> that would be absolutely <laughs> bloody brilliant! Oh my god. <laughs> can you imagine the episode where he goes back in time to get his powers of Ziggy that'd, that'd be hilarious it'd just, it'd just be an episode of him like how makes the zords and stuff Ziggy ain't doing that they're, they're dead that ranger team is dead no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay get rid of a power season tap it from history what season you get rid of uh, I'm torn between Megaforce and Super Megaforce, but only because of the way it was written. Yes, 110%. Uh, I agree with that one, to be fair. I'd say they needed to do Super Megaforce better, and uh, not quite I mean, Super in, Megaforce. Yeah, I mean, in my in my Universe 20, Megaforce and Super Megaforce do not exist. But <laughs> you these exist, but the, the, the Ranger teams do not. Okay, give a Doctor... From Doctor Who, another Doctor's companion. Oh, uh, I'm going to go controversial here. Um, I would love to see from the audio dramas Evelyn Smythe with Peter Capaldi's Doctor, because she was a very, um, should we say, she was like a motherly character. And I think he would. Be much more brass than she was used to, even though she was the companion of the Sixth Doctor. I suppose I should do a TV one as well, shouldn't I? That's up to you. If you want to give us two, that's fine. 
give you two, I will. So um, let's have oh, Perry, who was the companion of the fifth to sixth Doctor, with Matt Smith's Doctor. Fair. Okay, and your last question: Get rid of one Doctor from history. Oh. So one, so one, one regeneration. You have to get rid of, and that's completely scrapped from history. They don't exist. Oh, that's a hard one. I know that's why I made it last. <laughs> <laughs> I knew who I was uh, interviewing. So, <laughs> I'll I'll say John Hurts only because he was the shortest one, and. Yeah, I, I haven't got much of a reason, really. It's, okay, so so for those who don't watch Doctor Who uh, or noobs like myself, uh, which generation Doctor would that be? Uh, well, technically, he's the ninth regeneration, but he's basically in between Paul McCann's Doctor and Christopher Eccleston's Doctor, right, who right, is okay. officially the ninth Doctor. It's because his Doctor doesn't actually technically have a name. He's he's no longer called the Doctor. He is a warrior, a fighter, and he kind of fits in between. He does. Yeah, see, I think that's the only thing. Because like, obviously all three of us, you know, we have our own likes and dislikes and stuff. And I think that's the only time I sit there listening to you talk and I'm just like, Neeam! over my head yeah. is Doctor Who. <laughs> I do like Doctor Who and I've watched a few episodes and, you know, I definitely, you know, I, I do have my favourite Doctors and stuff. It's just a case of like, I have not watched all the episodes and you have. So your information yeah. that you give just honestly either sounds like alien language which makes sense because you know Doctor Who's an alien or it just it just kind of makes sense and I have to figure out the rest of it yeah okay then Mark um, if you want to shout out anything you know whatever you want to do any platforms or anything like that this is your time I shall give you a moment to shout out anything you want to shout out well obviously follow me on all the platforms I'm on TikTok Instagram X, I'm even now on threads as well, uh, all under the Red Cornish Ranger. Sorry, X is actually at Cornish Ranger, not the Red Cornish Ranger. Didn't let me have that one. Uh, obviously, it's Spotify and most podcast uh, platforms with Nerds Through Comics. Um, uh, before Mark continues, like that's Nerd Throw Comics because, you know, yeah. they like, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I had to mention that. Uh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, I mean, you can also search for search it as the Three the Ranger Bros present because I marked it as that as well. So um, I am also on Cameo as well, um, if anyone ever wants any shout-outs. That's about it, I think. <laughs> Awesome. Well, again, Mark, thank you very much for being my first guest. It's been a pleasure to ramble on for, you know, at least at least an hour and almost a half. Uh, so that's yeah. awesome. And, that's um, all right. Yeah. And Always come back to Yeah, I was just going to say that to people listening, that Mark is going to be one of these people that I do bring on a couple times uh, because, obviously, I do live in the UK. There are uh, time differences, time zones. People have lives and all sorts of stuff. Mark is what I gonna bank as a fail safe air quote so mark's gonna be my uh backup guinea pig if i ever need <laughs> any help with or it as and, uh, relief as well yes and obviously you know we can you can you guys can listen to us ramble on and judge us um just like billy and jim will well more jim i don't know if billy will judge us but no jim will 
Um, they both will judge us. Yeah, they're both. I don't know why I'm don't know why I'm hyping that up. Yeah, Billy will judge us as well. Um, hopefully I'll have Billy on. Oh, that's the plan. Uh, but yes, anyway, guys, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you're on listening on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on uh, YouTube, give us a subscribe. And of course, I shall be back in every two Mondays in a fortnight. I shall see you guys real soon.